she's taking shots of Jameson so that she can then go home and get mouthfuls of Jameson. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. much for joining us this is radioactive spider pod the podcast that looks back on the 90s spider-man cartoon and asks how much black cat is actually too much black cat i'm kidding there's never enough black cat here to bring you more clips from yesteryear i'm your host the timeless vero taylor just a reminder there's always good stuff on our social media twitter instagram and facebook so go ahead and give us a follow if you'd be so kind all the links are on our website at radioactivespiderpod.com Of course, if you're just starting with this podcast and are confused about what the hell is going on, allow me to explain. Having completed our task of reviewing the entire 65-episode run of Spider-Man the Animated Series, we're taking it easy with some episodes to celebrate the show and rest on our laurels. So we've once again gone back and chained Kevin to an editing desk to hand-select the finest choice cuts of vintage Spider-Pod content. It's a look back at some of our favorite moments, from our fourth season of reviewing the show. So sit back, relax, join me in a drink as we toast to the thwips and quips of days gone by. The prosecutor here is very effective compared to previous pot prosecutors that we've had to deal with in this show. Like, yeah, that's she is sure. fucking on fire. And then she's <laughs> talking about uh, how this gun has clearly been used in this crime. She's <laughs> like, Mr. Robertson's fingerprints are on this weapon. Ballistics prove it's been fired and lubricant from the mechanism was found on his hands. And his chest and his face, testes, anus, <laughs> strawberry flavored lube, I might add. <laughs> Oh Robbie's God. just like that's impossible. I'm a candy apple man, and like they like have to <laughs> wrestle him back into his chair. Sit down. <laughs> You've been warned. We'll put you in contempt. <laughs> the sad thing is, is this courtroom scene is better than the entirety of the Daredevil two episodes that had to do with an actual <laughs> lawyer. Right. This is a pretty open shut case though. Like it looks bad for Robbie. He is nothing. I know. The thing I really liked, um, the prosecutor, as you were mentioning, Kevin, is actually pretty on the ball here. And they go and say, like, and then there was the knockout gas. Mysterious cabs, knockout gas. Mr. Robertson, this is a court of law, not a Saturday morning cartoon show. Oh my god, this is the most meta joke this show has ever made. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it was pretty effective. Yeah. I liked it. Robbie's just defeated. He's like, I guess I am mastermind. I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> like, that's it. I am a man of unlimited resources. I have my methods. Cut to a guard putting a taping a piece of cardboard over the monitor of the prison. <laughs> it just says Robbie to Rooker's Island. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a, a guard turning off the lights and turning them back on. Yeah, really. <laughs> just he doesn't engineer the, the power outage. He just pays someone to do it for him. Yeah, he's got a guy here, Birch. We got Birch on the case. Now the rest is up to Birch here. Are you ready? I'm ready. 
Oh, Birch. <laughs> Add it to our list of one-name characters who show up for one episode. Yeah. We got Leewald. Talk to me, Leewald. We got Metcalf. There it is, Metcalf. We got Cecily. I'm surprised at you, Cecily. Really surprised. We've got Birch. Now the rest is up to Birch here. Um, I was really hoping that Birch was somehow the chameleon, knowing me, of course, and my newfound love of the chameleon. Um, and it's not, and it really kind of bums me out. Yeah, you're right, Vero. I think it, I think that if he was chameleon, it would have been a lot more fucking interesting. Yeah. So we jump back to Peter, who's bringing the pictures to the bugle, and we learn that Robbie has been sentenced to 15 years of hard time. Triple J is happy to have the clue that Peter provides and decides to hit the streets himself to investigate. Jigsaw Jameson is back. So when Peter walks in, even though he was told that Triple J is going to be in a bad mood, he gives him this hard evidence, and Triple J says, Good start, Parker. You're not as lazy as everyone around here says. Thanks, Mr. Jameson. Thanks, Mr. Jameson. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you sassy bitch. He just takes the photos back like, what are you, what are you talking about? People say I'm lazy? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm going to the globe. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, how, how many times has Triple J said back in my day in this episode? I think uh, it's twice. Uh, There's got to be. Yeah, everybody drink. <laughs> Jigsaw Jameson, though. I love it. I love it so hard. It's what saves this episode. <laughs> well, he puts his hat on his coat and he's just immediately talking to himself again. And I actually liked this because it was almost because we're watching a lot of the psychedelic Spidey. So 60s Spider-Man. You'll find out more on our Patreon. Um, it's kind of reminiscent of that because in that series, he Triple J talks to himself a lot. It was cool to see Glory, the receptionist, and Peter react together to Triple J because that's what they do in the 60s. So it was kind of a nice little throwback, in my opinion. I'm going to investigate this myself. Just like the good old days. Jigsaw Jameson is back. He's going to get to the bottom of this puzzle. Jigsaw Jameson? But from now on, guys, whenever we go down one of our rabbit holes where we're, we're just like reading too much into this bullshit, we're going Jigsaw Jameson on it and we're cracking the case. <laughs> I'm going to come up with a drop and we can legitimize my unhealthy behavior here. Okay. Jigsaw. Jigsaw Jameson. Jigsaw Jameson? Jigsaw. 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 Jigsaw Jameson is back. They parcel in some stuff that you haven't seen yet, so it actually makes it kind of interesting. Yeah, especially since this is probably the smartest Harry has ever sounded. Yeah. His father's missing, and he immediately went to the guy who kidnapped his father last time. Unlike... Everybody else who knows about the goblin. But is he that smart, though? He does say that my father's vanished. I'm sure the green goblins kidnapped him again. Now the goblin's taken Mary Jane, too. Why? How can I live my life without the two people I love the most? His dad and Mary Jane are the only two people he's he actually loves. I'm just like, you're telling this to Mary Jane's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Man, I wanted to, like, oh, 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 now Harry wants some emotional support from Peter, huh? Like, how sweet would it have been if he let Harry have his little rant here yeah. and then gives him a taste of his own medicine? 
where he's just like, I, how can I live without the two people I love? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> oh, so you, you remember my name. Remember. So you do. <laughs> so you do remember my name, friend. If you look up friend in a dictionary, it doesn't say act like a dickhead to him for four months while trying to take his girlfriend away from him and then come crying back when everything else in my life collapses. Is that what a friend does? Yeah. I think Harry's using that lost girlfriend to get some pity sex. From who? Liz Allen. Liz Allen. He's got money now. Now he runs Oscorp. Ooh. Hey, honey. Maybe I run the biggest manufacturer in the city, and I just lost my girlfriend. And I just got this cock-inducing cod piece. Well, and this just adds to the, like, out of characterness that this Nick Fury is bringing because he's like jarringly rude. Oh, you're right. He's a total piece of shit now. Last time he was all thumbs up and thank yous, and now he's being a huge dickhead. And he's really pushing his pizza analogy for no reason at all. This isn't like ordering a pizza. S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't deliver classified information within 15 minutes where the first state secret is free. You can't get a side of espionage and crazy bread. You don't make terrible salads and terrible decisions. We don't hand select the best agents and fresh mouth watering ingredients. Sir, your lunch is here. Oh, thank God. I was so hungry. Oh, my God. The Flying Goon Squad coming in in their classic flying V formation. Watch as they turn into the Iron Cross, the 360 flip, and finishing (laughs) off with the death drop. I like how he's just screaming from inside of this fucking jail. Someone open this door now. Let me go. I got to drop the kids off at the pool. (laughs) No, the reason he's in there is because he had to drop the kids off at the school and it closed behind him. I had to take a shit. This is the first empty cell I saw. The door closed behind me. I'm trapped. (laughs) It smells. (laughs) He just wanders the hall so often. The water just keeps getting higher. <laughs> it just keeps going up. It's not going down. <laughs> it's one of those like vacuums, like they do. <laughs> oh, it just like shoots it out into space. It lands in the Bronx. <laughs> Fuck you! So, yeah. Someone's just walking in Central Park and just gonna sh- like a <laughs> turd from seventy stories. Ah, uh, old Lenny's. Uh, old Lenny's luck's about to turn around. What's that whistling sound? Just- <laughs> never let people out of jail uh that's that's the first thing they should teach you in goon school is that you should never let random people out of jail ever yeah regardless if they look exactly like your boss exactly and sound exactly like your boss doesn't matter yeah they never really explained that part well i mean it is in the chameleon cell so like if you were ever if ever there was a time to, to make a call that was it Wait a minute. He takes a step back and there's a huge sign that says, this is the chameleon cell. Do not open. Like, he looks at the the sign, looks at Fury, looks at the sign, looks at Fury, like... uh. (laughs) So when... Hardesky is helping her through this. Like they go, he goes and like pulls out fucking what pocket sand, <laughs> just like to go and show the lasers. Pocket sand. Where he's like, oh, I got this from the lab. Like he got fucking talc. Great. 
I was expecting him to say he got it from the kitchen. It's just flour. It, or like they went a little bit weirder on it. Just like they got it from the nurse, told her I had this really bad rash. <laughs> no, I'm an old man. I always have gold bond medicated powder on me at all times. <laughs> Those balls rub your legs to chafing levels. I got to keep that. Yeah. Oh, you mean this? This is fast acting to acting. <laughs> I get a lot of athletes. Do you want play. a hard candy, my daughter? <laughs> oh, good. I do like that she's like, I just said I was, she's so proud of herself because she got away with that line. She's like, I just said I was tired to get away from those two. It's a little trick I picked up when Flash Thompson's getting a little handsy. And uh, I mean, how are you, daddy? Jeez. <laughs> Who is this Flash Thompson? <laughs> well, are there any boys in your life? Like, fucking John doesn't even wait for the Ben and Jerry's and the makeovers before he goes right <laughs> to the boy talk. Like, he, he has great. been starved of gossip for 20 years. <laughs> Let just... the man get some tea for the love of God. Get some tea? What are you, what are you fucking 15 12? years old there, Vero? Like, uh, oh, I'm trying to be one of the kids. Hello, fellow children. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now that you're all grown up, is there anyone special in your life? Actually, there is someone. He's a lot like you. Mysterious. And you have strong feelings for him? Oh, yeah, Daddy. He's a lot like you. And you could see the moment where Herdesky realizes he has done a number on his daughter and may have messed her up for the worst. (laughs) Jesus Christ, I fucked this one up. (laughs) Is there any child, a female child in this series that doesn't call their father Daddy? Vero, do you call your father daddy? <laughs> I do. God damn it, it's weird. Or Papa. <laughs> Shout out I to Papa. Yeah, I'm sure he's listening intently to his daughter talk about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> if we can explain to him what a podcast is. <laughs> I did know he has some. He listens. Oh, he man. How else will they learn mysteries. about the Third Reich? Um, oh yeah, like no, oh yeah, dads just love World War II stuff. They do. Um <laughs> And I really think that um someone should go and piece together some sort of supercut of you. all the cat. Okay. <laughs> you asshole. Why is it always my episodes? Just a stray black cat. Cats always land on their feet. I was just being curious. I need your help to save another cat. Maybe it's your animal magnetism. You had better hope that your kitten is still with us. Dispose of these two alley cats. Unless you want to see if this little cat truly has nine lives. We all know how cats feel about water, but I think I can keep your paws dry. The cat has many lives. Oh, fuck you. You've, you've done the same because shit to me. Because it'll get done. Yeah, when have I ever done, done that to you? <laughs> I want a super cut of the super <laughs> Well, if that were true, someone would go and make a supercut. Fuck you. You know what we need? We need a supercut right now. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, if that were true, somebody would make a supercut of it. Fuck you. Feels like somebody should make a supercut of that. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, but if that were true, someone would go and make a supercut. Fuck you. I just wanted to feel included. The annoying thing to me here is that we have Peter living alone while Aunt May is away and we don't even get that cliched montage of like home alone style hijinks. Like there's obviously the Spider-Man is a swinging bachelor joke here, you know, but like him hanging in his underwear, eating 
boxes of cereal straight out of the box, like that kind of stuff. He's in his underwear know. and he's wearing the web slinging, like just the cuff part. And then he shoots the cereal and he pulls it over. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And he's like eating it on like, oh, man, you're right. There are so many hijinks that could have happened. Dun, 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 dun. He tries to slide in like risky business, but he sticks to the floor. So he just falls down. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> he peels the hardwood off the floor when he falls. <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets attacked by the quote-unquote Night Stalker, who Mm -hmm. we don't know who it is just yet. Uh, Sure we don't. And all he does is have like a Band-Aid on his head. Two Band-Aids on his face. Two Band-Aids, yeah, it's true. I thought this thing was killing people. (laughs) It really hasn't caused that much of a problem. Like, this guy's complaining and he says... I couldn't see it clearly. It was some kind of horrible monster. It headed east, out of the park. Sir, you called us about a flasher? Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's why. What else is going on tonight? Yeah, is there something else happening here? Spider-Man's already gone. There was this this weird guy with a mustache and a trench coat. And (laughs) he said he was back and like showed me his dick. Jigsaw Jameson is back. He had this pubic hair on top that was like really well sculpted, but kind of Hitler-y. I don't know. I, I felt uncomfortable about it. Yeah, why? What are you guys here for? <laughs> Peter switches over to the Spider-Man costume in person, and he confronts Craven. And Craven's like, "Spider-Man, you are the last person I wanted to see." First of all, ow, hurtful. <laughs> Second of all, what the hell, dude? Like, can you show up in town? You don't call? Though we're friends. Yeah. Apparently not. Listen, you can't bring that pink leopard print Speedo out and not invite me to party. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> this guy fucks. My girlfriend's dead. Let's go. <laughs> Jeez. So Anastasia Hardy, <laughs> Anastasia Hardy goes and notices that it's Craven and she's like, Who is that wild man? What is he doing to my loins? <laughs> Someone get me a towel. <laughs> Peter and Felicia just like slip. Yes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You just hear say. her like jungle beat inside her crotch all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, God. Like, we all know what that <laughs> sounds like because we have to have that theme every time Craven shows up. Yeah, exactly. All the women just, and some men. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Some. 10%. <laughs> just hear the Craven jungle beat. Yeah, exactly. Man, speaking of Craven, one of the goons here pulls out a bolo. <laughs> yeah. Like, did you see that? Like, what kind of craven shit is this? Like, do they just have millions of them lying around? No guns, man. That's it. Like, yeah, but any <laughs> means necessary. Actually, they had tons of guns. They're all laser pistols, but you know oh, that's fun. more deadly. Like, what's with the bolo? I, I just know. thought it looked cool. You know what question I had though, Kevin? Why the fuck does Black Cat have crazy knockout gas? Uh, I don't know. And she shoots it from like a dead. web shooter. <laughs> Well, she has used it before. That's what she gassed Spider-Man with in her uh, origin episode. Oh, Uh, yeah, right. But she's never used it again, even though it would be very helpful. Um, I guess they just needed to bring it back for the banter, which was actually not bad. Time for your cat nap. What do you think you're doing here, lady? This ain't no sewing circle. Oh, too bad. Because when I feel young, we need stitches. Take that, patriarchy. Yeah, she was kicking some ass. I would have loved it. 
if she had been finished beating up these goons and then just some guy walks out of the warehouse with a clipboard and like, all right, you guys have loaded up those brand new Hardy trucks. Uh, Got to get those textbooks to the inner city school. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> those bolos are to defend themselves nonviolently. We got new trucks because they're more ecologically friendly. This will save us thousands of dollars in gas every year and save the environment. What were you thinking? You broke all of their arms. <laughs> so that's fair, Kevin, but why were they wearing balaclavas? It's chilly. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the sun sets at three in the afternoon here. It's New York in the winter. I like, why does he? Why does he even need a, a bioengineered body for his father? I thought he was just gonna thaw him out. Like, did he drop the tube by accident and shatter his dick? He's like, oh, better not bring it back now. Like, we're gonna need a whole new body on this one. Father, I've shattered your penis, father. Does this cryogenic container have power? Mobily? Like, is there a battery? Like, he's not hooking up to anything. Uh, it must. Like, or, or maybe, like, just keep plugging in liquid nitrogen. And, like, when he showed up, was Elisa just like, oh, gross, put in the broom closet? Because it's just in this separate room with nothing else in it. Like, yeah, it looks like it's yeah. in the garage with, like, the chest <laughs> freezer and, like, the empty bottles and shit that you haven't yeah. brought back to the store. Like, a, a goon just comes out and cracks a beer on the fucking edge <laughs> of the coffin. Well, I'm so glad they uh, included a bottle opener on this. He's like storing frozen food in there. He's got like a DiGiorno, pulls a pizza. <laughs> it's rising crust. <laughs> Father, no. He's <laughs> just covered in frozen peas. Father, who did this to you? Kevin's Animal Minute. You're asking so many questions, you might as well be Clay. Fucking Clay here. Yeah, Classic guy getting his hopes too high. <laughs> Clay! <laughs> well, no, no, no. what are you guys talking about? Clay is such a well-flushed-out character. I was almost going to make him part of the uh, character rundown at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, you just add him to the fucking list of characters who they loudly announce the name <laughs> of, and then they're, like, eventually just going to be gone. Like, Leewald. Talk to me, Leewald. Cecily. I'm surprised at you, Cecily. Metcalf. There it is, Metcalf. Birch. Now the rest is up to Birch here. I love the way that uh, Connors introduces this thing, though. He's like, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to announce that a team led by my brilliant assistant, Deborah Whitman, who Due to an agreement with my wife that allows me to sleep in the main house again, I must remind everyone I am not sleeping with. <laughs> Does anyone oh, have any questions <laughs> pertaining to the science? Yeah. <laughs> they all yeah. sit back down. Yeah. Hey, Ned Leeds is back, though. Dropping the hard questions. Ned Leeds is getting the scoop. But, Doc, aren't you jeopardizing all our lives by bringing him back to the city? Connors is like, yes, good question. Now, next question. <laughs> <laughs> You're all in tremendous danger, of course. Hired Neogenics turns people into monsters. T test me. Test me one more time. It's like I It turned him red. into a freak. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, Leeds. Come at me. Fucking <laughs> John Beard's there. He's a freak. Yeah. So here, when he's trying to calm the crowd down, 
uh, when he after he shows that they have Morbius, he uses the exact same pleas that he did when he was yelling at his wife about Billy staying in the house or some shit. Please, please, don't be alarmed. Please, please, please. He's got a point. Like, why do you have to bring him into downtown Manhattan? Like, why wouldn't you bring him somewhere nobody of value lives, like New Jersey? I don't know. Wow. Well, it's fine. Apparently, this guy's fine. The villager, like this Romanian Wilson Fisk character, yeah. who's like not as chunky, but it has a happening mustache, like Villanova SQ Fisher. What? <laughs> My friends call me Mervilli Fish. I interest you in chair oh, that is man. known sometimes to hover. Did you just like Google translate <laughs> Wilson Fisk? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But you know this vampire is American because she uh, she goes up to someone in a small rural village in Eastern Europe and just starts speaking English to him. Oh yeah. I need your plasma to sustain me on a long, long journey. He doesn't know what you're saying. Nouveau rescue on Inglesia. How much Google Translate did you use in this episode? <laughs> I Too think much. I said. Um, I don't speak English. Can I sell you a flying chair in Romanian? <laughs> Romanian <laughs> I, listeners, let us know. <laughs> but I've been drinking since three. Well, yeah, it is. It is Thursday. <laughs> so why not? Anna Watson stepping off that bus. You know, she crop dusted on the way out. <laughs> it's all Brussels sprout fumes from here on out. You just hear, ah! <laughs> Get out and stay out. She's just banned. You knew it was going to be one of those episodes when you just saw her walk out of that bus. Yeah. It's like, oh, for fuck's sakes. I don't know. That bus, though, the midnight express bus to the cemetery, it's got to be a fucking riot to be on that one, right? <laughs> Chock full of normal, well-adjusted types. Pretty sure it's just a ghost bus. <laughs> it just disappears after she gets off. Well, yeah. They do this loop every night at midnight. Punisher's like, there hasn't been a bus that serviced this cemetery in 30 years. Whoa! <laughs> that must mean it's full of monsters. Monsters. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, it's been back. so long since we were able to do that. I love it. I still do it every day. Uh, <laughs> the Punisher's pulling a full Batman here, though, talking to the headstone. Night after night, it's the same thing. I get one punk off the street and ten more take his place. After I lost you, I promised I'd make the world a better place. I'm surprised they didn't have it raining just for the effect. No, Kevin, he could have just went, Battle Van, tear gas, on my <laughs> mark. No, but Battle Van got destroyed. He doesn't have it anymore, Vera. Or does he? He just creeps on Anna while she's crying at the Watson headstone. And I Anna strikes me as the kind of woman who's packing some mace. I was very surprised he wasn't like, ma'am, do you? Ah! <laughs> yeah, she's a full Karen. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think his reflexes are good enough that he would like have a defense for that. Just breaks her neck. <laughs> yeah, just cracks her neck. <laughs> no, he has like, oh, and he has just like pulls out a gun. It's always ready for dude. Battle van. Hide my crimes. <laughs> she is pretty nonchalant about this dude, the giant skull on his shirt, approaching her at night in a cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty laid back, I guess. He's talking to the Ted zone and he says, 
I just wish I could make a real difference in one good person's life. <laughs> and then he like sees Anna Watson. Like, I said a good person. Jeez. <laughs> just goes about his business. <laughs> Uh, so the wine drunk announcer says that the treasure was donated by George Cucto. And I was like, <laughs> first of all, she's really steered into those two syllables. It's here on loan from the George Cocteau Foundation. Let's give Mr. Cocteau a round of applause. But that's clearly just a poor knockoff of Jacques Cousteau, I guess. Because, oh, yeah. like, it's yeah. an undersea explorer. You barely hear about this guy. Like, he, he stands up in front of you. You're like, who the fuck is this? And I'm like, I've never loved a one-off character more than I love Georges Cocteau. Explorer, <laughs> collector of pirate treasure, and lover of fine braided beards. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy someone went with the three beard braid combo. This guy's so fucking awesome. He's, like, standing up there with his cool, like, thing in front of his giant, like mound of treasure it's up there snatching doubloons and pound and poon what the fuck uh, puts the cock back in cocktail <laughs> the thing is like they have this actual treasure that's just sitting on a fucking table unguarded that's not gonna come there, and bite them in the ass at all there's not even a velvet rope peter you have to stand behind the velvet rope no i know right i mean it's like yeah nothing bad could happen and then the skeletons come to life that are on this giant pirate ship and they immediately yeah. swing to kill. <laughs> yeah. And those swords are sharp. They really missed an opportunity here by not having them say pirate stuff with like their cool robot voices. Just I know, right? Avast, <laughs> yar, all your booty are belong to us. Walk the plank, walk it. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> How did they know? Who the fuck is that? He's like Jeffrey God Epstein's damn. at the party. <laughs> I mean, it was a fancy gala. Yeah. Oh, man. Peter's character rundown. Mary Jane Watson, or MJ, first appeared in a cameo appearance in Amazing Spider-Man number 25 in June of 1965. Her entrance is regarded as one of the most iconic introductions in comic history, owing to its buildup, her hyper-vibrant red hair, and her most famous line, Face it, Tiger. You just hit the jackpot. Since then, Tiger has been her most recognizable nickname for Peter Parker, spanning comics and media adaptations. Just because I can't type a horse cock, you know, <laughs> into comics. <laughs> Aliases for Mary Jane is uh, Mary Jane Watson Parker. Um, Spider-Woman, apparently, was one of them. Red and uh, Spinneret. Abilities? None. <laughs> measurements? I don't know what the measurements are. So <laughs> just cut that one. I don't, I don't know. Sir Mix-a-Lot, what do you think? 36, 24, 36. <laughs> Only if he's 5'3". So while they're talking, they go and they cut to one of the lizard creatures fiddling with the power or whatever and the power goes out and doc connor's is like don't worry it's, it's probably just a brownout just like the one i left in the toilet as soon as i got here <laughs> just <laughs> just like the one in my slacks because i couldn't make it here in time yeah 
But then MJ goes and like realizes she needs to give Peter a diversion and she knocks over these test tubes. I'm like, how the fuck do you know that those weren't just like Doc Connor's only hope of curing himself of the lizard and you just <laughs> yeah, smash it? Not the same thing. <laughs> it's just his sperm. She just bodies these fucking tubes and she and God was like, that was my only cure. <laughs> no, those test tubes contained volatile. Everybody passes out and dies. Oh, yeah. It's just like it's gas. Chlorine gas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these fucking lizards, though, they just like they start attacking everybody, like including like bystanders like Mary Jane. Like, they just knock them down. They're all so stupid and angry, like some kind of, I don't know. Enraged moron nitwit lizard. Enraged moron nitwit lizards. Enraged moron nitwit lizards. Enraged moron nitwit lizards. Lizards in a half shawl. Neogenics. <laughs> Deborah's stacked. I mean, we always we knew, knew she, was, she kinda... was stacked because when she wears that green dress, they're large and in charge. <laughs> it's true. But this is like a spaghetti strap number. She, she's got great hair. She Flash. needs better glasses. Yeah, like she like more stylized glasses. But give the half moon a chance. I don't know. <laughs> this episode went like teen special really fast. Yep. Right, this is your brain on science. This is your brain on Michael Morbius. <laughs> Just cutting all the wires. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is you on Flash Thompson. <laughs> and even the Flash, the hard party, is like, I can, I gotta study. She's all, no, I want to party. Now, do you want to go to the library with me and study or not? Not. Suit yourself. It's like it's been two weeks. I don't have an ounce of dopamine <laughs> left in my body. <laughs> my spine is making noises. There's so little fluid. I would have liked it if he had uh, if he if he pulled out one of those lines from the '90s where it was always like you know trying to make you know drugs and don't do drugs instead read a book or whatever the fuck. It's just like yeah, I'm into drugs, dedicated reading and understanding good stories. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I think that's it. I think Get we it. just need to cut this podcast right here. We've peaked. Yeah. We've taught the kids a valuable lesson. Well, if anyone can do it, Mary Jane can, which leaves us some <laughs> time to dish up some arbitrary spider ratings. That's it. We're done. We're done here. Yep. That is an issue this whole episode. People just say shit out loud. And he is dropping some hot takes about their these lizard folks origin like oh yeah there were mistakes they will learn that their existence is a pure accident and i can't lead them anywhere mj's not being fucking discreet either she's like they're as crazy as they are ugly it's like holy shit i haven't said that since i last saw harry osborne ah uh, doc Connors here goes and says they'll learn their existence is an accident not if you lie to them i don't think they know about lying yet it's a very simple concept I mean, he's got plenty of experience not telling people that they're an accident when they really are. Look at his son, Billy. I mean, ignorance is bliss, right, Kevin? He doesn't know. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, <laughs> but then he gets all stressed out and he gets his arm back and just goes berserker mode. And then he like slashes MJ free, starts freaking out. And he's just yelling shit at her as she runs away. It's like, tell my wife and son, tell them I love them. <laughs> tell them. To wipe my hard drives. 
All of them. <laughs> Especially the laptop in the kitchen. <laughs> tell my wife and son, tell them I love them. Well, maybe not Billy. Oh, he's leaving his bike on the lawn. You know what? Just don't talk to my wife. I'm already in enough heat from that Deborah situation. <laughs> tell Deborah I love her. That's what he yells. That would have been a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> tell my wife to reset my PVR. <laughs> Come watch Bones. Like how he's like running around in here and he's like, I felt like a wild animal on the prowl. So I decided to call myself the prowler. So I decided to call myself Craven the Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Does I the felt- prowler hunt without his mane? <laughs> oh, I heard he's pretty hunky. So <laughs> he's I pretty went- <laughs> hunky. All right. Like he's just trying to hone in on that hunk level. It would have been a lot less intimidating as he, like, blows up the car and then drifts in through the smoke if his pneumatic powers did make those fart sounds. (laughs) (laughs) The balance of power in New York City had finally shifted to me. So when Hobie and and, uh, Spicebird... So when Hobie and Iceberg... <laughs> so, no, you know what? Fuck! I'm just rolling with Spiceberg. Steer into it. <laughs> when um, Hobie and Spiceberg are fighting here, Spiceberg's voice weirdly cracks here. Your fancy suit doesn't impress me. I'm gonna rip it to shreds with you in it. I don't think so. Maybe he's getting like a way too passionate with the reed, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah." Like, that's great. I don't know. It's just not that great. He's kind of channeling his, like, WWE feeling. Like, oh, yeah, Spiceberg's coming. <laughs> Slap into a Spiceberg. <laughs> okay, wait, here's the question. If Spider-Man comes home, what's the first part of the costume he takes off? Well, we've seen it before. <laughs> it, like, he puts on the mask last. So I assume he takes that off first right mm-hmm. i was picturing the first thing he does is just takes the pants off to oh let the god i gotta unstick break. my balls gotta unstick exactly. my balls where is my <laughs> get me the arm and hammer <laughs> so he's just walking around he's just walking around donald ducking it like <laughs> just naked from the waist down just shirt cocking it uh- Start cocking it. Has to let it breathe, you know? It's been like a couple hours of sweat. Gold bond! MJ! Gold <laughs> bond! I need it now! The chafe is so bad. <laughs> Prowler's just sitting in the kitchen like, oh! Blah, and just like throws up. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. It's such a weird thing to say. You think about a lot of things hanging upside down, waiting for the cops to take you away for violating your parole. I don't know. What do you think about? Like, when the fucking coupons in your wallet are going to expire? Why were we so obsessed with Benedict Cumberbatch for that year and a half? Can butterflies feel love? I don't know. What are you thinking about? Nobody is in that position ever. I felt that um, him going and being strung up there, uh, to your point, Kevin, that kind of goes on forever. I felt like it was... uh, like Morgan Freeman narrating from uh, Shawshank Redemption. Nice. Ever since I was a little boy, I did not want to get punched in the dick by Spider-Man. <laughs> and yet, in my hubris, 
I was. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's our co- that's our Hobie impression. For his a bad Morgan Freeman. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Ever since I was a little boy, I wanted power. <laughs> power for power's sake. To be powerful. Power. So Hobie goes and says, All that kept running through my head was what Ice had said to me. It's not nice to double cross the ice. <laughs> and he's just like, he's just like, damn, that's some clever <laughs> wordplay. Ever since I was a little boy, I wanted to have clever wordplay. The number of times they say power in this goddamn episode, like, that's your drinking game for this one. Oh, God. Like, and yes, there will be a super cut uh, because fucking ridiculous the number of times they say the word power. 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 Yes. Power. 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 The only power that means anything to me now is my own power over myself. Power over power. Control F power 200 times. <laughs> Damn you, Terrence Taylor. This guy who only wrote like Sherlock Holmes in the 24th century or whatever the fuck Sherlock that show was. Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Sherlock Holmes. Okay. I don't even think that was the theme. That is. That <laughs> is 100% probably something the theme. like that. No, it's 100% the, the theme. Listen to oh, it. Oh, man. If only someone could cut it right against the way you're singing it. Maybe even okay, have well, you sing on. over it. Can I try it, it a, little bit, a little bit better? Sherlock I didn't even want to say it because I knew that was coming. Huh, pretty much nailed that, right? Ah, les partenaires dangereux. Thanks for joining us, everyone. If you'd like to be our partner, why not suggest some of your favorite bits, preferably by giving us some goddamn timestamps. You can also get in touch through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or by email. All the links are on RadioactiveSpiderPod.com. We've still got merch on TeePublic, a few bonus episodes on Patreon if you want to support us that way. But most of all, we'd love it if you took a second to rate, review, or share the show. If this was your first listen, check out our older episodes. There's plenty of good stuff that didn't quite make the cut. We'll be back with weddings, moist men, wars, and warriors in two weeks. Until then, this is Radioactive Spiderpod saying, Why did I make these too intelligent and strong? Keep swinging. I think this calls for Jigsaw Jameson. I don't care what you call yourself, put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs>